Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast. Today we have back third time guest, friend of the show. Friend of the show. My sister, Vic. By popular demand, Vic is a much requested guest. Hi. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I know you're not on social media, but That's, the people, they're in the The people have spoken. The people have spoken and oh. they want them some Vic. Obviously happy to be here. Happy to have you, Vic. Thank, um, you, thank you. So today we're going to be going through a few things. Yeah, um, sure. We are going to start, of course, with our cocktail hour, get caught up with each other. Yeah. And then we will get into some things going on in the wedding world, some changing traditions, okay. some trends. I want to get your takes on them. Cool. Because you have some sage advice and yeah. a great eye style, class, <laughs> elegance. Some would say. Some would say. Most would uh, say. Yeah. Sure yeah. hope. And then we are going to finish this episode with our recap and review of my Backpack Creek wedding. The best. Best of all time. So, Vic, since we last spoke, which was actually yesterday, but since we last spoke on the podcast. We haven't caught up, though. We have not caught up because you've been away. You've I've, been a traveling. This was my third weekend back-to-back of wedding. And you only had a one break weekend in between. So you really had four consecutive, or is that? No, three. It was because three. It was we three. were okay. three consecutive weddings. Three consecutive back, to back. yeah. Back to back to we back. we got back from San Diego. Yes. Then I had a local wedding. Yes. And Miami last, this last weekend. Yes. Just got back so, yesterday. So the San Diego wedding we went to together. We had our dear time. friend, D'Lo, married the fabulous Luke. Yes. Um, at the La Jolla Beach and Tennis Club. And it was just a gorgeous, it was like a 35-person event, and they are very non-traditional people. So Dila wore a mini dress, yeah. no veil, much to my dismay. I tried to make her wear she one. She perfect. She looked perfect. She looked absolutely gorgeous. And the wedding was perfect. So I want to Amazing. go through some of the highlights of the wedding. I'll go first. Then. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so there were so many things that I loved about the wedding. It was just such an intimate event and you really got to know all of her friends and family, mm-hmm. the closest people to her. Um, they did just one long table. Everyone was sitting together. Like you said, it was just so intimate. I really felt like the whole weekend I got to speak to everyone at the wedding. What yes. is, when does that happen? Right. You truly get to talk to everyone who was there. And there was no dancing, no first dance. There were a couple speeches and toasts, but very minimal, you know, informal, minimal. Um, and it was just at the most beautiful location you could ever imagine. That was my first time in San Diego in La Jolla. Same. And I mean, 10 out of 10. I would oh my gosh. Yes. Absolutely recommend it. If you've never mm-hmm. been, look into it. If you're looking for maybe a destination wedding that's more in the continental United States was, was so, so lovely. So Mazel Tov, yes. and Luke. Um, the next wedding you went to was a local wedding, family wedding. Um, my husband's family friend. Um, so nice. Shout out to the Burts. And then you just got back yesterday from yesterday. a wedding in Miami. Yes. And talk to us about that because we haven't really discussed at length the wedding. So it, take me from welcome party to don't mind if I do. <laughs> this is going to be difficult to top. And I actually took notes because that's how unreal it was. And I knew I was going to be on here and I 
wanted to go over with you. So um, <laughs> attended a wedding this weekend for very, very dear family friends who also happen to be the most beautiful and glamorous couple I've ever seen in my life. Sweet, lovely, perfection. Shout out to Adam and Sonny. They're so yes. fabulous people yeah. all around. Mm -hmm. So on Friday, they uh, threw a fabulous all-white welcome party on the Seafair in downtown Miami. That is a luxurious mega yacht. Downtown Miami, 360 views, white everywhere, decor. They actually had their pictures on everything. So it's like a multi-level yacht and every elevator door had their like a big portrait from their engagement shoot on it. Wow. Just beautiful. There's white everywhere. They, of course, they greet you with the spicy mark. And I imagine that would be what heaven is like, you know, if they'll have me, <laughs> that that's how it's going to go. <laughs> Hand rolling cigars. Shout out DJ Chris Devine. We just danced the night away. You're like, how on earth could you possibly top this? Sure. And lo and behold, they yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, uh, unreal. Yeah. So the wedding reception was at, I keep calling it when I refer to it, I kept saying the, the bathhouse, which your head automatically does go there, but the bath club in Miami. Club. Yes. yes. Not which a is a, house. you know, the oldest private club in Miami. Yeah. So you're, you know, greeted with champagne, escorted to where the ceremony will be held. And it is like a, two tier round stage surrounded by you know seats so they did their ceremony atop that stage mm -hmm. correct they said the most beautiful vows what do you think of doing your own vows i think if you could do them like that <laughs> yeah sign I, me up I, I actually have someone coming on the podcast she'll be we're recording december 1st so it'll be after yeah. that that it airs but her name's tanya and she's worked with so many great people but she is a coach like a vows coach and a specialist oh well that's nice yeah there's only really certain people who could do that too like sure. i'm thinking of me and john and immediately what comes into my head is joe judice here she comes now my, my bitch, bitch wife. wife here she comes my bitch wife she's such a <laughs> you're walking down the aisle pretty here much she comes my bitch wife. <laughs> pretty much no, i think they had four or five signature drinks that were all of course, I went with the spicy mezcal. Okay, then you're escorted into dinner. Sure. Two long tables. And then, like, performers come in with the top hat. Dinner, excellent. Food, yeah. excellent. But anyone who knows me knows that the real fun comes with dessert. Of course. An entire room filled with every dessert you could ever imagine in your life. Chocolates, macaroons, cookies, tarts, like, <laughs> everything. There's a big tower of espresso martinis. They're passing or coming around with you know the limes and salt are on the for your shots of tequila from there move into back the stage the you know the round stage okay, so where they had dinner their... service and dancing were in separate spaces yes love it mm -hmm. so love they it. had the uh, band on the a stage behind them like a big stage and then they had the you know two-tier round stage just for you know whoever wanted to get up and do some fancy dancing performers come in like these beautiful like draped in crystal costumes these like ice princesses walking around serving wow. things it was just so different and cool mrs delauer <laughs> yes <laughs> truly now really heartwarming moment and i sent you i think that was the only, i had a glove on for the wedding so it was very difficult to take pictures but i did get a video i thought it was so nice that they both after they came out their mothers just met them on the stage-esque 
and they danced together with their moms Love that. and they switched partners. And, um, that's really, sweet. I say a little prayer for you, which is the <gasps> sweetest song to me to dance with your mother too. I'm going to cry. Uh, it was like, if you don't cry, you're a piece of crap. <laughs> so both of their mothers look stunning. And the dessert room was open for the evening till two in the morning. Like I went back in several times. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure I almost not to be gross, but I, you know, older like Roman times with the vomitory where you would go like, <laughs> I was like, it would be really nice to have one of those buckets to vomit in and then re-enter. Sure. To, sure. you know, get gluttonous once again. Time. Yeah. Nothing like a Viennese hour. Love to hear it. Fabulous couple, you know, three, three great weddings. You're, you're lucky really girl. Do you have a little break for a bit? Uh, yes. Next one will be um, after the New Year. So you were in Miami and close by, do you know who else got married this weekend in Palm Beach? Sure. One Tinsley Mortimer. No way. Tins, yeah. Oh. She married uh, Robert Bavard. Okay. Who is a widower. Sad, but, you know. He's got tins now. He's got tins. He has three kids. Um, I don't know any well, details about the wedding. Are kids in the family. I know. Not chasing after Scott anymore. God. No, I did like Scott. No. I know. But it, it wasn't was, for Tinsley. It wasn't, wasn't right. for Tinsley. Robert Bavard is for Tins. Yeah. Yeah. And is she going to take his name? I think I it's time. I don't know. I really don't know any details about the wedding other than it was in Palm Beach because they haven't released anything. They have footage of her walking what was in the dra- with her dress. Oh. No, like not in her dress, like bringing her dress, dress in. And Robert Bavard, her fiance at the time, now husband, was carrying some bags. One of them was a C'est la vie duffel. And immediately I thought, cheeks. C'est, C'est la vie. vie. Yes. So I well, wonder if she was in attendance, Luann. I wonder if she was in attendance. Do they still speak? Probably not. Well, we'll find out for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I'd that, be curious to see her dress as well. Know, people yeah. or someone does I'm sure somebody's got the exclusive. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I think. Remember when she went dress shopping with her mom at Amsale and she wasn't engaged. Yes. We've all time. been there. Who <laughs> 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 <So> among us? <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on before we get into the main event? No, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So today we're going to be discussing some things that are flipping the wedding world on its head. Things kind of happen the same way for a very long time. You know, different traditions, you know, the bouquet toss and... Yeah, walking sure. your daughter down the aisle, things of that nature that just are kind of synonymous with weddings or have been mm-hmm. for a long time. But people want different. They want new. They want exciting. And they don't care about traditions anymore. So I'm going to go through some things with you and we're going to see whether you like it or you don't. Okay. Okay. Sure. So the first one is with bridal party. Instead of having your bridal party stand up at the... um head of the ceremony with you at the altar or wherever you're getting married at, mm. they sit in the front row. So thoughts on this? Love it. I, I mean, Adam and Sonny, that's the way they did it. That's and what I did for my wedding. I had a huge bridal party right. and I just had you stand up. Yeah, yeah I mean, when you honor. have a huge bridal party, it's just too many people to be standing there. I it think is. it's almost distracting. It is. And even if you don't have a big bridal party, I think there's something special about just having bride and groom up there and then being the center of attention right everyone can kind of see them a little bit better Mm -hmm. um there's no reason for all those people not to be up there unless you know whatever do whatever the hell you have to do whatever you want yeah but for me personally i prefer you know as you know i didn't even have a large bridal party i just did my sister and sister-in-law and you know yes yeah so that's a thumbs up for you yeah i I think that should be 
the new norm. Agreed. And it looks like it's airing that way. I've seen it done a lot right. as of late. Okay. Next is groomsmen wearing their own suit or tux. So a lot of times we see bridesmaids being able to wear their own dresses. That's like okay. somewhat of a new trend, but you know, people have been doing it for, for some time. So I wouldn't say it's very new. But now we're starting to see people give a little more autonomy to the groomsmen. No. You don't care for it. Why? No, I just feel like there is nothing more timeless and elegant than like classic black. It's but not, not everyone does black. And not I'm, everyone does tux. That's so true. I'm just talking generally. Like, oh, then I, even more so, I would think you shouldn't mix then. I just think really? it would be get a little, yeah, get a little distracting. Because I think even when bridesmaids are allowed to do it, it's, they're all in the same family or should be in my yeah. personal opinion. Well, that's, I kind of, I disagree. I think as, as long as, you know, you give parameters. So let's say, you know, we're going to be in the, the grays family. We're going to keep to like slates right. or charcoals, darks. We're blacks, blues, whatever, as long as it's it's something that they have. Typically, it's going to fit them better. It's going to look better, especially with tuxes. Like if someone has their own tux, it, you know, the pants, right. they're going to fit great. Um, but yeah, as you said, you know, you can't just have everyone willy nilly or you can. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would prefer the men all just like look the same. I don't know, you know. Okay. Just think the women, it's more about the women and their look. Of course, of course. So. But I think sometimes it does look stupid. Everyone, I think that way with bridesmaids too, that it looks stupid when everyone's in the same outfit. Agreed. I like when you, uh, there's a switch up, but I, I feel like for a man, I mean, it's, they I are mean, the same. Cares. A suit is a suit. It's all they're men not going to come in like shorts and a, 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 like a, you know. Of course. But all men are the same and should right. be treated as such. Right. Agreed. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. Okay. I like the I yeah. like the mix and match. And it's a for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three. No cake and or no cake cut. How do you feel about it? I don't mind no cake cut. Mm -hmm. I like cake. <laughs> we know you do. Now, Sonny and Adam didn't do a cake, but they truly had every souffle tour so is that still okay with that's you? more than okay so you i'm not talking no desserts i'm saying cake so some people are traditionalists you have to have the wedding cake and you have to cut the cake no matter how many desserts yeah i don't think it's have. necessary yeah i think as long as there's a dessert there mm -hmm. and i'm good yeah and i like options of course i went to one where it was just the cake and could have used maybe a scoop of ice cream with the cake. Cake was a little dry. <laughs> it always should. You know. Um, a la mode. Yeah. Like, I, I like dessert options. I'm a dessert I like dessert person. options. Yes. Yeah. I, okay. So if I'm being given the ultimatum, which it's my perfect world, so I'm not. Um, desserts or cake. I'm going desserts. Like, nix the cake. But even cake if is it's a dessert. <laughs> Correct. Right. <laughs> so, I, I don't want to say that I... I'm not okay with no cake. I want a cake. And I wait, want wait. other options too. 
Okay, you're going back on what you said. You just changed your mind in real time. I don't think I did. You, you did. You just said that it would be okay <laughs> to not have cake as long as there were desserts. And then you, you know, said, listen, I want cake too. There, I want cake too as dessert option. Like it doesn't have to be your typical wedding okay, cake. Okay, so you but don't I care want... about a formal sense yeah, I don't need cake. the bride and groom sitting on the top of a cake at a formal cut of like sure. a, your typical wedding cake, but I want to eat cake. You want cake? See, I don't give a fuck about cake. Like I, no, I want all cake is the last dessert I want to eat. I want, I want cookies. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, um, cookies mainly, okay. and and other kinds of desserts I like. I know eat cake. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, if it's the right cake. Yeah, some listen. If some it's cakes the, are better than others. Cake. If it's the right cake, you want to eat the cake. Of course. Yes. Of course. I. I am a little bit of a traditionalist at my core. And even if no one sees it, even if it's like a little cake that they just brought out from the back, I just feel like the bride and groom should do that moment where they cut the cake. It's okay. very special to me. Okay. Is there a reason for that? or It's just the traditionalist in me. Okay. I, I, love, I love wedding tropes and I always will. As much as I love people going outside the box and doing things differently, right. there are certain things like dad walking or you know, special man in your life walking you down, down the aisle or special woman in your life walking down the aisle like yeah i i love that sentiment um mm -hmm. and there's just something i i always look back at grandparents and aunt and uncles photos and parents and the cake cut is always just something that sticks out to me right. and it's a very it's something that is not maybe a memorable moment from the wedding but it's so fun and funny and light right and it's a good photo op, in all honesty. I think that's what I love most about it. But it, when it's a photo op, it also could be recipe for disaster. Flop. Right. Recipe for disaster. Like these buffoons <laughs> who think it's funny to shove the cake in the bride's face or something. The way I would annul the marriage immediately. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Like, don't even think about don't it. Don't even look at me. Right. With that cake. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. But like, if you don't know that your husband is going to do that, like you don't know him, then you shouldn't have gotten married. I got. Yeah. Yeah. You guys but, don't know I mean, each other. I've been married how long? Um, true. <laughs> I'm married how long? And still something surprised me. So I would think he would know better than to shove a cake he in my face. Not. But I've seen it. I've seen it done. We're I've seen it done, but I've. There's some situations where I really don't know the people that well, and I've seen it done, and there's genuine shock and hurt and disappointment. It's really rude. It's rude. But then there's some people who seem like <laughs> they can't get enough of it and they're enjoying it. I'm like, hey, you two. You two deserve be very other. happy yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> right. Those foxes are each other. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we're going to land on I think that you should have a cake and you think not necessary unless as long as there's a plethora of other desserts exactly beautiful okay number that was number three yeah okay number so. four no first dance how do you feel about no first dance adam and sunny didn't do a first dance i didn't mind it Luke. true yeah i didn't mind it um and i see it more and more often i so you think not necessary not necessary okay i the here's like my thing again i do i i want even if it's right after your entrance and it's two seconds long and you just do a spin or like a something special or even if it's not announced like even if you just get up while dinner service well, is going they and you did have that your and that was not yeah okay so just the two of them went out at a certain yeah but point. it wasn't like you know it was just like announce have them come in but they yeah. went like you know pretty much into their mother's joining them which i thought was really nice and i do think it's a special nice special moment if you're gonna 
you know. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have I don't your... need it. You don't need, yeah. 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 I, and you need it. I need it in some capacity. It doesn't have to look like, you know, you come in and DJ's like, all right, mm. now the bride and groom for the right. first dance. Like, you can go out at any point, just make it a point to, like, acknowledge that it's your first dance together as a married couple. Right. And yeah. I think that's nice. I hear you. But it doesn't have to be a slow song. I I like I a fast song. Same. I think you get too slow and then everybody's I, crying. Also, you don't need I that. love, I did this and I've seen it done a bunch. We invited everyone out onto the dance floor for our first dance. Right. So if you're worried about the attention, just invite everyone. What's, right. What's the difference? Mm -hmm. I do think it's special though. But obviously, I really not Um. <laughs> okay. What about no bridal party entrances? What do you think of that? Love it. Me too. Love it. Me Prefer too. it. Yeah, I like just bride and groom announced. Although I did love that one that you did where you were pretending to choke. That was really fun. Yeah. So I was <laughs> I was a bridesmaid in one of my best friend's weddings. Shout out Lisa Marie. Um, and my counterpart, um, the groomsman, Alex, right. who is my king. He's actually getting married. So congrats to him yeah. and his lovely fiance. Um Basically, I think Alex and I were separated at birth, and we just, yeah. when we're together, we just cannot stop laughing at each other's jokes, and right. we get really out of hand really quickly. So <laughs> uh, when it was time for us to do our entrances, um, we were coupled up, and he's like, what should we do? And I'm like, what if you pretended to choke, and I gave you the Heimlich? And, and he was... Not only did he rise to the occasion, I mean, Oscar award winning performance. I will we'll post the photos of him. It was fantastic. Execution was 10 out of 10. I mean, and it was quick. It wasn't too much. It was a quick, like, you know, they announce their names, they come out, you know, they take a swig of their drink and he pretends to choke on the drink. She does that. It's really cute. And they danced off, you know, once he was clear of his fake choke yeah we it didn't was have a lot of time so for it being, i mean the whole know, thing was 20 minute. seconds sure but right. we didn't have a lot of time to think about it so it wasn't it was it wasn't really premeditated it was just off the cuff it felt good yeah it felt right it it looked right and it again execution 10 out of 10 and i've seen a couple that are funny i always think of our cousins alex and andrew who switched outfits that was and that was in the early aughts that was like yeah. 10 12 years ago before people were doing that she came out in a tux Cito. he even had her earrings on yeah, and the Andrew dress her earrings on. and he's a buff big guy and he looks incredible he I did. have to say one of my other favorites uh two of them actually one of them was yours when you came out as the bottle service girl oh that was fun that was really fun that was and, a good one, yeah. and then when Jake and uh Mel came out on roller skates right and Jake did not take them off for the entire night he got really cocky right yeah mm -hmm. I mean it's one once you're gliding Jake is my husband, to. by the way, and yeah, he put on those those rollerblades and turned into a different person. Honestly, mm -hmm. I didn't. Great, who are you? Great time. Do I even know you? <laughs> there are a couple that have stuck out to me. I had um, a bridesmaid and a groomsman had one of those <laughs> t-shirt machines. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> those things, props, could get dangerous though, so you have to be careful. Beyond dangerous, yeah. I know. You I, don't want to knock I've grandma some, out. And... Some spills. Some people have fallen, yeah. which to me, nothing could be worse. Yeah, and you should be kindly asked to leave sure. once you pull that kind of thing. Uh, well, unfortunately, most recently, a groom fell. And... I know a groom that fell. I know a groom that fell. Grooms Are we do be fallen. 
I don't think so. I think they're two different people, unfortunately. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's a shame. And, you know, there's some people that could laugh it off in this room. Could not, not find it funny. This one's this very upset about it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Actually, it was a long time ago. It was... Oh, I remember. <laughs> he didn't think it was funny after. Mm, sad. I mean. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. But, like, in every area of, like. Yeah. That's why it was. they came down a long flight of stairs when sure. they were announcing that, you know, got to really get your foot. You have to be careful down those steps, mm-hmm. especially, ladies, if you're entering with your gown, you have not practiced, you're in heels, you know, go as slow as you can. Things will not move until you're down there. So take right. your time, have your mans or your lady hold the dress. But also one thing I was really impressed with, the bride with that fall, she just immediately let go and she let him go. Like, you can't take the bride down with you. So every man for himself. Yes. (laughs) Yes. After the wedding, it's, you know, we're a unit, we're together. But But the bride, no, she cannot I mean, if he were to drag her down the stairs too. Divorce. And all the marriage immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that she left him for dead. Yeah. (laughs) It's the only way. Okay, so we're both in alignment. Yeah. No bridal party entrances. Yeah, no. Just bride and groom, I think, yeah. Yeah. worked out really well. Mm-hmm. What about no bridal party? I don't mind a bridal party. I don't either. I, don't I think either. it's kind of nice. Like, I think it's Angelica really and Luke, like, just uh, basically it was like a rock star's wedding. I just felt like I was at a rock star's wedding. They are rock so stars. cool. They are. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Like, it's it about cool. the two of you, so. For sure. And then there's no politics and, you know, the, the right. dresses and the who's did this. Right. And that. It's just, okay, yeah. My closest friends and family are going to be there. If you want to get ready together, that's cool. great. If not, bye. Do your yeah. own thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't need it. Love it. So maybe that's something that's going to be, I have seen that a lot more mm-hmm. as of late as well. Yeah. What about no bouquets? That's hard because I do. Uh, flowers are beautiful. Sure. And I it ain't do, for everybody. And you know what? I, as anyone who knows me knows, like I'm a nervous hands person. Sure. So it's nice to have something to hold. Like, so your hand, like, what else are you doing with your hands? To have to hold. Like, if you're in the bridal party, like, I, I would just be like, like, it's nice to have something to hold. What about the bride? I mean, they take her bouquet. I mean, usually somebody comes and takes her bouquet, but I think it looks pretty to walk down the aisle with. Okay. Yeah, I like no bouquet. Okay. I do. I think that I just had um, Raven of Hashtag Engaged on, and we were talking about this. So Hannah G, if you're familiar with The Bachelor World, which you're not really, but you know the wedding. Right. She didn't do a bouquet, and um, one of Raven's brides recently, she's a wedding day content creator. It's a great episode. Check it out. She one of her brides didn't do a bouquet either. And we were just kind of talking about how, especially like with a great silhouette and a gorgeous dress, that moment when everyone sees you and has eyes on you, they get the full look of your dress, your gown, and a big bouquet kind of gets in the way. I mean, I've seen cascading bouquets that come nearly to the floor. Right. And they are completely blocking you. Now, if you're going, you know, Grace Kelly. Yeah. Grace Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jean Chalet. Oh um, if you go in Grace Kelly, you have an enormous gown and it just kind of feeds into the whole thing. And as you said, flowers are really important to some people. They're not important to me. I don't care about them normally, but I do think they're beautiful on a of wedding course, day. I can I always appreciate them. It's not but that on the wedding day. I don't mind them. So you think 
a bouquet is, I mean, up to you. If you're built like a brick shit house and you really just want everyone to see and be seen, <laughs> if you, you know, you're a little bloated, you're not feeling great, it's a nice way to hide things. You're seldom going to be a little bloated on your wedding day because it typically, wasn't, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like on your wedding day, like you haven't eaten in like a week because that crunch time did from not eating in a week. Yeah. 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 That's something that always, when you go for your fittings and stuff, the seamstress will be like, you're going to like be a little bit smaller. Yeah. And it's not even like, even if you're not trying at all, it Mm. unfortunately just happens. Like week of keep protein bars on hand, like something after your final fitting, because you can drop weight like that, which sounds great in theory, ladies, but if your dress looks baggy, looks awful. Looks bad. It's got to fit. It's got to fit. So you say you're indifferent to a bouquet? Yeah. If you want to do it, go for it. If not, gun to your head. Flowers. Okay. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) What about doing away with the getting ready photos? I love it. Me too. I love it. Me too. I love it. I hate them. So, okay, here is what I'll say. I always love the video, like the getting ready, quote unquote, video, where everyone's already ready and then they're just kind of like fucking around as right. long as they Which have that's time to. fine, yeah. So cute. But like the photos do nothing for me. Right. I say, Some, listen, them. when you have your little flower girls there, I just think of... Um, my one of my high school best friends, John and Nicole, um, got married, and their nieces are the most precious oh, children I've ever seen. It. it was honestly, I just wanted my own photo shoot with the two girls, and I sure. requested several of just me and the two girls. <laughs> so it was, it's so nice when you have the little, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And if you just want to jump, you know, a few like just jumping on the bed and giggling, whatever, whatever the bride wants. Yeah, but I would be happy with nothing. Totally. Yeah, I I agree. I think we can agree on that. But I do think it's special to have video of that in some capacity, even if it's informal, like Mm -hmm. make one of your bridesmaids or, you know, have someone there, wedding day content creator, like Raven, um, just getting that footage. Because there's a part of my, like one of my favorite parts of my wedding video is us doing the um, the functional brother. The Funksoul Brother dance. Routine from She's the Man. No. She's the Man. I'm sorry. No, she's all that. Routine movie. She's all that. Is it actually from- That routine is in it She's is All That. And she's they all They mock it in, in Not Another Routine no movie. movie. I it just said She's the Man. Often, Another great movie. Shout out. Yeah. I often get those movies confused. movie. And She's All That confused. And I call Laney Boggs, Janie Briggs. Like, I, yeah. I can't get it right because- too cinematic. I'll give you an easy way to remember it. Sure. Janie Briggs. Janie's got, got a gun. gun. Oh my gosh, they're gone. only going to sing that in not a sure. movie. Sure. I don't want your, your life. life. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a banana split. I don't I like, like those either. <laughs> okay, what about bridesmaids getting ready separately? So everyone just kind of gets ready on their own. I don't mind that. You know, a certain hour. our cousin Maria actually, when she was like coordinating hair and makeup for the wedding said like, anybody want to do their own thing, whatever. And I thought like, there's a million people here. I, I knew that Carissa was at my, our sister-in-law was at my mother's getting her makeup done. I was like, and I'll run over there and get my, life. yes, I ran, got my makeup done there. And 
um, I, my, it was all local. So it was nice. Yeah. The girl who I know loves do my hair and I showed up for pictures and it was perfect. Never yeah. going to be mad at giving people options. And options. Right. Like nothing like a good option. Right. And if you want to get ready with everyone, Hey, there's someone here to do it. And we'll add you to the roster. Exactly. Um, but just as long as you give the heads up, like Marie said, everybody is, you know, everybody in for hair and makeup. Anybody want to do their own thing? I did my own thing. I was back in, the, you know, two hours that it takes to do it. And, you know, jump in the pictures like I never left. It looked great. Absolutely yeah. fantabulous. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I really, I like that as an option. I like yes. it too. Okay. We can, we can agree on that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then last one is the couple getting ready together. This is like a big yeah. one. I, so, okay. For, no, no, no. for heterosexual couples, I think there could be nothing worse than getting ready together. There's nothing Jake hates more than like watching me get ready. He has one thing to do and I right. have 200,000 things to do. So you're just not going to like enjoy the time together right. unless, I don't know, some people are really attached to each other and that's a whole other story. Right. Good for them. I think, and I, I don't love first looks. I think you're the first time that your husband sees you should be you coming down the aisle. So from planning perspective i understand just, why yeah. you have to do first look sometimes sure. that you know yeah daylight hours and i will say i really wanted that moment for me and i've i've done a million weddings and i know how much easier it is to do a first look and how much right. more effective it is but i really wanted that moment i wanted jake to see me for, for the first time going down the aisle but i didn't wear my glasses and I don't wear contacts and I couldn't see Jake. So I don't even know well, I mean, what his reaction can, was. Do you could see honestly the cathedral is such a long thing you want I wouldn't be able to see and my eyesight's not poor. sure. But it like in hindsight, I'm like I mean he's he a man in a tux. He's a man in a tux. He's a man who sucks. But I you don't I think he didn't the, cry. He could have shut it down. No, tear. I saw it in the video he didn't cry. He could have been crying on the and inside. People don't forget. He could have been crying on the inside. Oh he'll be crying on the inside. Oh. <laughs> and that, no, but I, I think John shed a tear, not because of his bride, but here she comes. Here she comes, my bitch wife. She's such a my, my bitch. bitch wife. I think it was more a tear of now. This is my fiscal responsibility. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. Yeah, yeah. I I think if I I wouldn't change anything about my wedding. I loved it, but if you said like you mm-hmm. know something you could change, I would say I would do a first look. Okay. Yeah, because I also got married in November, and it's such a short, short window. Daylight. Exactly, and I understand why it's done for those yeah. reasons, too. And I have to say, getting ready to get, like, if that, it's a small wedding and that's your, you know, your choice, it, it is a nice picture because I'm thinking back now to my pictures, and some mm-hmm. of my favorites are, I did my ceremony the night before right. my reception. Which I loved. So, you know. First time he saw me and the dress was coming down the aisle. But the next night was our reception. So I do have a couple pictures of us, like him fixing my shoe before we went downstairs to the Ritz. So those kind of, so it kind of was getting last minute things ready together. And they are great pictures. Yeah. You had Mm -hmm. the best of everything. Yeah. I think it does. It works for some people as everything does. But I, even if you are going to see each other before your ceremony, I do like the idea of like you seeing each other all dialed up. Like I don't want you to see. Oh yes, when I, I wake was like completely ready. Yeah, when we yeah. did those two, he was fixing my shoe. I I even today like I like to go into a room and look a mess and then come out 
looking nice. I don't want right. Jake to know what goes into the secret sauce. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Understood. Yeah. Um, okay. So those are those are our ten. That was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It yeah. was fun. I like that. So let's get into our final segment. Um, that'll be our after party today because you know you've answered the after party questions a lot. True. So no one needs to hear from it. But we are gonna do our review and recap of my big fat Greek wedding. Ooh, such so a good movie. I'm gonna favorite. pull my notes out. As will mm-hmm. I. Plot of my big fat Greek wedding. Do you mind if I go for it? Great. Okay. <clears throat> Tula, a 30-year-old employee of her family's diner, is lost without purpose and by today's standards, clinically depressed. But her most pitiful trait, according to her massive, tight-knit Greek family, she's single. Tula's family's prayers are answered when she meets and falls in love fall Jesus. Meets and falls in love with Ian Miller. Ian Miller. <laughs> There's just one problem. He's not Greek. Tula and Ian must learn to navigate planning a wedding, a small feat compared to navigating the rest of their lives with her overbearing, big, fat Greek family. It's such a good one. It's a film for the ages. So it premiered in theaters to a limited release in April of 2002 and then a widespread release um, August 2002. And it grossed. It's one of the most profitable movies to this day. Really? Yes. It was. It grossed $368 million at the box office. And it cost $5 million to make. Wow. Okay. So it was... That's awesome. I remember it being kind of a phenomenon too. Oh, yeah. For there sure. was a lot of buzz about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Greeks not really being keen on the idea. Like, maybe they felt like they were almost making fun. Which, I mean, you could see... When you watch the movie, they are definitely poking fun, and it's a dramatized version in of a how. like in a loving way. Right, it's right. so it's so cute, and because so Hollywood a list Greeks, Tom Hanks and wife, yes, uh, Rita Wilson, Rita Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, we're they behind it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, yeah. So it's it's a great story, um, written by and starring Nia Vardalos. Yes. Uh, John Corbett and my personal favorite, um, Costas Mandalore, who plays her brother, uh, former um, professional football or soccer, as we call it in the States. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was also an amateur boxer at the time. Oh, wow. And, he looks um, like a boxer. He is ridiculously handsome. He's in really film. cute. Um, he was actually, I don't know if you recall, um, in an episode of Friends. I do recall. He played um, a, Some, a Joey's lookalike. Joey's, Joey's. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, speaking of friends, Matt LeBlanc would have been a good, like, cousin to add. I guess he has the Joey Fatone vibe. So, Joe, yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say, what do you think of one Mr. Joey Fatone? Hey, Angelo. Hey, Ian. We're going to kill you. <laughs> Opa. I loved him as Angelo. I thought he was great. So let's get into, into let's the get into, yeah. yeah, so the opening line is from our dear Gus, the cutest man ever in the world, who's Tool's father. And he says, You, you better get married soon. So Tula is 30 years old. In 2002, do you know what the average age of marriage was? Can I, I'll take a guess. 33? Average age of marriage in 2002 for a woman was 25. Really? 25. Yes. Today it's like the spurt where people waited a little bit. No, that didn't really start start until like in, I think, 2014, it um, went up to 27. Okay. Even today, it's 30. Right. 30 is the average age of marriage. Right. Which is, you know, relatively young, I think. Right. It's just so funny that at 30, they're like, Ugh. right. And that's a trope in a lot of 
you know, rom-coms from the early 2000s and 90s. Yes. Think, you know, My Best Friend's Wedding, where yeah. Jules and Michael make a pact that if they're not both married at 28, then they'll marry each other. We have to do that one now. We will. Definitely. It's my favorite of all time. I'm like savoring it. It's like when you have, you know, a really delicious dessert. Or a really good outfit for the fourth that you've still never worn. I think it's time. I I think the ship has sailed. I would no longer be appropriate for me to wear this outfit. I know. I disagree. Maybe next time you come on the podcast, you wear it. Sure. Sure. (laughs) So, you know, obviously there's a lot of pressure to get married. I think part of it is cultural, like, you know, Greek culture and also being a woman because Tula's little brother, who's only a year younger, a really funny line. And I'll get married, Pops. I promise. You have plenty of time. Nicole. Like Gus gives him a kiss on the head. You had plenty of time. (laughs) Plenty of time. (laughs) What do you think? Did you feel like at any age you were pressured at all to get married or did you ever feel family pressure to get married our father who said two words our whole life our whole life I knew he would have preferred before I moved in with my now husband to be married I mean of course I wasn't we lived together for a long time before we got married I didn't personally care about marriage my problem was if I was going to do it I wanted to look my best and you only get less good looking with age sure so sure. and and those are the facts yes this is just the facts right unless i mean you unless know. you're a man unless you're a man age backwards disgusting so i it's not fair you know i would have preferred to be a little younger on my wedding day but you were young that's what i mean yeah. you know that was the only you know i don't want to be so, okay 45 so purely from an aesthetic standpoint exactly. you didn't care about and like, Tax for tax reasons. I'm kidding. You really don't get that much of a break. You really don't. People don't talk about that enough. You really don't get that much of a break. Mm -mm. We almost got married earlier than when we actually did because my health insurance was so expensive. We ended up not doing it. Um, But, I mean, obviously we would have gotten married anyway. But whatever. So, Tula's family, obviously, they're all very, very involved. Yes. In this decision-making mm-hmm. process. They all want her to get married. They're yes. all, like, scheming, plotting. How can we do this? I mean, Gus, even at one point, offers to send her to Greece since she doesn't want to go. I yeah. mean, Gus, it's almost like she don't want to get yes. married. At the late Michael Constantine oh, in the kid. film is so horribly rude and offensive, but he has the sweetest, cutest face that you can't get mad at anything he says. Like, every like tantrum a little he throws. Baby button. Yeah, he is so angel. Cute. So cute. I say that every time I watch it, and I watch it quite often. Yeah. He is the cutest person I've ever seen in my right. life. Like he could be a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He is very a similar to Whitey Duvall in A Crazy Nights. Almost the- identical. Have you ever <laughs> seen them in the same room? No. Not me. Mm-mm. 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 That's true. Oh, A Crazy Nights. Fabulous film. It is. We should do that. <laughs> there is a love story there. There's Maybe a love story, but there's like not a one fiction wedding. wedding. <laughs> Whitey officiating. Oh, it's on. I think it's, Whitey would be best man, no? And he crazy nice in LA. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. men's 11 right foot, children's nine left foot. At your service. Okay, so hope seems to be lost for Tula until Anne walks into the diner. No, no, no. I would say hope seems to be lost for Tula, and she she just doesn't just want a husband. She wants something more to life, and she starts, you know, gaining some confidence and looking a little better. Well, I'm going to get to that. Okay. But first, we meet Ian. So Yes, okay. Tula basically looks like 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, she looks older than her parents. Before. So looks older than her parents, and Nia Vertolos, Vertolos, how, how would you say Vertolos, it? I would have seen. Okay, so know. she's beautiful, but the way they make her look like one of those little critters. Remember the books, the yes. little critters. That's what Great. she looks like. Yeah. Great book. Mm-hmm. The children's book. Yeah. So. Ian walks in and she's kind of like awestruck by him. She likes his look. Yeah. She's team him. She's team him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's get into, into it then. Um, if anyone doesn't know, which, you know, obviously everyone knows, right. but Eden of Sex and the City is John Corbett, who plays Ian in my Ian Miller. wedding. Yes. Ian Miller. So are you team Aiden or team Big? I'm team Big for me. Oh, okay. I'm team Aiden for Carrie. Really? I am because they, I mean, listen, I love John Corbett, but I mean, he is such a, like, and Carrie treated him like dirt, but he's so whiny and like, yeah, I agree. He's got so many, they're perfect for each other. They're all, you know, they're too emotional and in their head, I'm more of a Mr. Bay. I think it's too much, like, too much, like, I don't know, Aiden they're they're not right for each other. Carrie's really not right for anyone. No, Carrie is a horrible person. Horrible, horrible being. person. Horrible friend. Yeah, I mean, but Mr. Big is a piece of shit. He's my piece of shit. <laughs> I'm I'm Team Big. All right, so F Mary Kill, Aiden Big, Carrie. You know, oh, that's hard. Yeah, I'm gonna marry Harry. Of course. Goodbye, Aiden. And I'm going to town with Mr. Big. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, I hate to admit it, but I think Aiden is more my type. Okay. Than Mr. Big. Sure. Sure. Not me, but sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. He, there are some scenes in this movie where John Corbett, like, is Aiden and nothing else to me. Like, I'm looking at him like, that's not Ian Miller. I was, that's suppo- Aiden. I was able to separate them very I, well. He, he is so likable in this movie. He is so likable. He's just so... And he's got such a cute smile in this movie. Yeah. Like, he really... Excellent. Excellent. So, we meet him at the diner. It, nothing really happens because Tula has zero confidence. She is not right. looking good. She's not feeling good. And there's nothing for her to really look forward to. She just sees a cute guy and right. And kind of remembers him because he's very charismatic and sweet. Tula does end up getting her groove on, getting her groove back. Right. If you will, she starts to take some college classes. She's very interested in computers. That one. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which makes me laugh so much. It's so 2002. Right. Like I'm going to college for computers. Universe. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, I get, she suggested to like update to get, you know, the family businesses you know sure it's just so funny like it is the way that we work in tears you want to leave me why you want to leave me yeah like it's hysterical (laughs) yeah that she wants to take classes at the local college leave him it's crazy it's great yeah he's very Mm -hmm. he's very aggressive but again you can't be mad at him because he's just so precious precious, yeah so tula you know she starts looking better she starts going to school and as many greek families do um, Tula's family owns many businesses, her aunts, uncles, parents, they have the dry cleaner, they have the diner, they have the travel agency, agency. and Tula begins working at the travel, travel agency. agency, which brings one of my favorite scenes of the movie when, you know, Ian and Tula finally connect yeah, yeah. as he's 
sees her through the window of the travel agency and he starts playing with her outside yeah and he bumps into the old lady it's the old lady hysterical. beats the shit yeah. out of him they both have like embarrassing it's, moments she falls over a phone cord when he walks in mm-hmm. um so they just are kind of laughing about that and cut to them just really having this instantaneous connection yes. they're they're in love date after date after date well before that they they just kind of seem to like he remembers not right away now he, doesn't they, remember he, he right recalls away. it i think on one of the first on or the, second the date, first, date. first date so before that i just want to ask you as a concept do you believe in love at first sight or do i need to walk by again um she never liked the nuts <laughs> um I gotta love Bilbo Dad. We should do that too. Oh, I, I, I wish we could, but it's not appropriate for this. Right. You're right. Um, maybe we could do the Olsen weddings. Sure. One day, though. Sure. Get into those. They're so minimal right. that we know about them. All I know is that Mary Kate's wedding, there were ashtrays at every table. It was the centerpieces were a big, like, fishbowl of ashtray. Yep. Love it. Yep. Love it. Cigarettes, mm-hmm. grunge, filth. Love it. Um, but I. I do believe in love at first sight. Do you? I do. I think I think that's there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not for me. Sure. But I think it's you know, it's I think there's a th- an, an an instant attraction. Yeah. That you can have with somebody that you know. Yeah, and I think that that is very strong. Mm-hmm. It's a very intense feeling. Yes. I don't know if I believe that you like can love someone that quickly. Right. maybe you can i don't know i meet people in the bathroom and i'm like fucking love them we're right. hanging out next week and we're going on vacation right. together yeah but that's not in love what's the difference right? <laughs> <laughs> um okay so they start going out on dates on their first date they're dressed i just want to touch on this really quickly I think he's always dressed really nicely he's always dressed really nice but his look for some reason on this date he is giving beast turned man from Beauty and the Beast. What, like his clothes are all baggy and he looks like he yeah, like came through a car wash? And he is like, his hair is like a little messy. And I don't know, he just looks like beast to me. I re- That's hilarious. But I remember just thinking like, oh my God, it's so cute that he dresses so nice for all these dates. Like he's always in like a tie and yes. I was like, this is cute. He's yeah. very respectful, mm-hmm. very respectable. Yeah. So... They start going on dates. Date after date. Date after date. And um, Tula is like, she tells her family that she's taking a pottery class. Well, yes. So she's lying to her family because she knows they won't accept him for being Greek. But she's really got her groove back. And yeah. her family's on to her. They, they know she's this, you know, miserable who right. now looks good. She's feeling good. She has oh, energy. she's singing around the house. Because I make a man out of you. I'm a woman. W-O-M-A-N. Sorry, I'm going on and on. Anything to add before um, before Vicky Pavlopoulos blows up to a spot? Correct. When she sees Ian and Jula making out in the Denny's parking lot, she tells her mother, <laughs> who then tells uh, Ambula. Yeah, so yes. Cousin Nikki mm-hmm. walks in on... Um, Tula and Ian Miller at the travel agency and she's like you're busted and too late because everyone already the family knows yeah so they're naturally devastated right. cut to the house um Gus and Ian Miller are having which is convers- that conversation is hysterical it is so funny I'm sorry but I asked you if I can date your daughter or she's 30 years old I am the head of this house okay may I please date your daughter 
No! It's hysterical. It's, hysterical. it's so funny. So Tool is upset, but she's like, I really like this time. I'm going to continue seeing him, you know, behind my family's back. Gus is beside himself, forbids a relationship. And Completely it, distraught. It, you know, and invites a series of skeevy Greek men over to the house for dinner in hopes that you know, Tula will find yeah, connection so with one rather of them. than yes. Tula, you know, find genuine connection and love with Ian yeah. Miller, Gus would prefer literally any Greek man over over this wonderful man. So, but that had me thinking. Also, just as a concept, how do you feel about an arranged marriage? I think some of the stories you hear when they're successful are like the most romantic stories i mean maybe not romantic but like but really like that nice. they yeah they learn to love each other right and i the, the, you know it's years and years long and it's just so nice i mean i would be absolutely horrified though like could you imagine if you didn't like the person i think that mommy and daddy would probably pick someone similar to jake for me he's like very type a he's very organized okay he's, you know yeah, like, that's quiet. True. Yeah, I I think we would be on the same page. I think they would have done a good job. Oh, they yeah. might have picked Jake, and they probably would have picked John for you. Maybe. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, I think personally, with my parents, like I'd be like, yeah, like do Go your worst. <laughs> you know, I right. would be okay with it. But some people's parents don't know best. No, mine do. Right. <laughs> We're very lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> very lucky. Um, and then. You know, just series of, you know, they're still seeing each other and going on the dates. And then it comes to one of my other favorite <laughs> scenes of the movie when Tula meets Ian's parents. So this is hysterical. And we quote this at least, I would say, once a week. At least once a day, probably. Yes. My Greek name is Fortula, Tula, which, which means, means light of God. <laughs> so you just see the juxtaposition between right. her loud, obnoxious, insane family. And then you cut to Ian, who's an only child. And his parents are waspier than wasp. And they're, they're lovely people, but they're just not quiet. And yes. Yes. Very white. They're very, you know, milk toast. Toast, right. as Gus calls them. Toast. Dry toast. Gus no calls honey. Them dry toast. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> so after Tula meets Ian's parents, he proposes in a really, really sweet scene. Yes. Sorry. So they're just in bed. It seems like it's a postcoital. Uh, right just yeah interaction and he it's just the two of them and he just says i i don't know how to say this you know will you marry me what do you think of that as a proposal i thought it was so romantic but not for me i loved it like i that is so perfect to me yeah. i had a friend who she was waiting forever for an engagement and her and her now husband would do ice cream nights like every Friday. They would just like get a pint of Ben and Jerry's and they would sit and watch a movie and they got out their ice cream and he proposed right there. Like, I just thought that was so special. That's really cute. I like that. I like it maybe yeah. not being as big a spectacle. It doesn't, people put so much thought into it that sometimes it loses its magic. Right. Because they're so worried about executing a perfect proposal. But, right. and for some girls, it's like they want that photo op, but just like, do an engagement shoot right it doesn't have to be exactly you know, yeah i like and if you it. want to genuinely be surprised you're not really ready for a photo anyway so correct yeah remember my nails my hair remember i had a band-aid on in the little video i this ripped the band-aid band 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 off <laughs> rip the band-aid off and throw it <laughs> 
bad she yeah it was bad yeah i know it's there's mm. something nice about it and then there's also right no. but it doesn't have to be photographed that's the thing like at nauseam yeah, exactly it, yeah mm -hmm. so they do get engaged which you yeah. know is fabulous um for them for everyone but gus is beside himself he is sulking alone in the dark <laughs> how can she do this to me <sighs> tula knows like, there's is... no way her family is going to be happy with him not being greek like what can she do so ian offers well, she, she wants to elope and he's like no yeah. we're not going to run away and be ashamed he he steps up to the plate like, and he is going to be baptized in the Greek which is another favorite quote of ours from the film <laughs> you do it you do it better it's your lucky day to be baptized in the greek orthodox church it's your lucky day to be baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. So like, literally nothing is good enough for Gus. Like this man is changing his entire belief system and gorgeous right. to marry his daughter. But I will say this, you know, Gus is like so over the top and it's, it's mm. so painful. But Ian Miller, you're not going to ask his permission to propose? Like he had a whole Listen, I think a, ma a man should always, always always ask but to. if you know the answer is no and it's this particular type of situation maybe it's not to go to gus first i think you have to really like forge that relationship and get to a point where maybe you get baptized for like you show how serious you are true and then you ask i think though, this man in, is in shambles right but i also think in this particular situation and did everything right you do. I do. I, I think, I mean, he, he said, can I date your daughter? He said, no. no. What's he going to say? Yeah, you can marry her. I know. But I think, I think they could have waited just a little bit. I think they could. They, they did rush into that engagement. I love it. In my it. personal I opinion. think it was romantic. Yes. Mm -hmm. But very romantic. <laughs> um, so Ian's baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. Yes. Another great scene, him in the bathing suit being dipped into the pool. Nikki's his godmother. Nikki gonna be your godmother. Brings so, us to, uh... After he's baptized, then the family accepts him. So post-baptism... I mean, Gus isn't not still Gus, on board. Not Gus, but everyone else but is like... Everyone else seems thrilled to death. It's Easter. Well, they, they meet, come to Easter, and they, that's where he meets everybody. And they're all thrilled. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it before Easter that he no, meets everybody? No, because right after the baptism is the big Easter dinner, and uh, Chistro Nesti is that. Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. It almost seems like it's... Literally in the next season. So, yes. She's so nasty. Yeah. Hysterical. So they all meet him. They all like see him for who he is. But there's a lot of differences. Like Ian Miller is a vegetarian. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? And which doesn't we never think well. this day would come. Never. never. <laughs> then we get into the actual wedding planning, which I think which this, is, this is something that everyone can relate to. So it starts with the invitations. So one of my favorite things it, well, these... the invite it, the invite list before the invitations the tummy casamadas yeah yeah the uh, it's like you'd rather go bankrupt than insult anyone from the church it's, like we've all been there where they we so... don't think people are necessary to the invite list and our parents are insisting on someone it is so relatable and something yeah. that i say a lot it's like do as i say not as i do i'm like it's your wedding you should have who you want there right but like on what planet like my parents paid for my wedding like I was never going to I wouldn't right. dream of telling them they can't have exactly who they, they want, want there. there I certainly made some suggestions but right. at the end of the day like if daddy wanted to invite our creepy neighbors but, but going through his hard time he's going through a hard time but he's always been a little weird I'll yeah. believe it 
Um, <laughs> you know, who am I to tell him? Far be it from me to tell daddy right. who he can or can't have. But it does. It gets into this line of like, who are you inviting from the church and this person and that person? And when your parents are contributing or whoever is contributing, there's always going to be an attachment with that. Like nothing comes free. So if you right. want someone to contribute to your funds, you kind of have to go with what they want. And that means certain people have to be invited. Right. I mean, and who knows how much longer I'm going to be alive. <laughs> so funny. He's so cute in that face. Like, I just love him. He's, He's precious. He is so precious. Um, then we get into the, the invitations. But they're so bold and tacky. They have the Greek flag. Greek flag a foiled Greek flag. Foiled Greek flag. With blue bow. And on it, you know, typically on a wedding invitation, whoever is hosting, and usually that's bride's parents in more traditional scenarios, but it'll be, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Portocalis invite you to the daughter of their wedding to Ian Miller, son of, and on the invitation, it reads Rodney Ooh. and Harry. And their names are Rodney and Harriet. <laughs> and he's Ian like, is just such a good story. He's like, my parents' names are... Rodney and Harriet. It's hysterical. It's a and, funny scene. And they're like, well, it doesn't really matter. Like they yeah. just couldn't care less. So that is hysterical. Yeah. Another really funny thing is Nikki's bridesmaid dress. So, hysterical. She walks in with this overcoat. So Nikki, Tula's cousin. Um, sister go, to Angelo, Joey Fatone. Sister to Angelo, Joey Fatone. Angelo, bite me. Just takes it upon herself to get the bridesmaid's dresses without even, you know, talking yes. to Tula first. And they're um, just these tacky, blue, horrible. ruffled, you know. Uh, and like a crop, what did they call that? Like a cropped mermaid? <laughs> I mean, it was a very popular style of the sure. 80s for yeah. sure, but this but is 2002. Yeah. And the family's just ogling over. They think they're the most beautiful things. And Tula's they're like, hysterical. what do I Her, even She say? looks in absolute horror and then i also in church noted too that they what is that like a they have like a shrug yeah, shrug yeah that shrugs. goes over it for church and it's that's hysterical too so funny mm -hmm. and so she just kind of gets to the point where they're like going through the motions it's like whatever my family wants and right. ian's kind of going with it too yeah so tool and ian go to ian's parents to talk to them about the wedding and they said they'll call the club like yeah i'll call the country club and Ian's like, oh, no, we're actually going to do it at the Palace of Aphrodite, <laughs> which is this enormous banquet hall, like just very, yes, I, by regular standards, what people would say is tacky. And I think it's meant to be that, like, we, it's right. cheeky. We can all laugh at it. It's, it's just funny. But these are wasps, and they're, like, clutching their pearls at yes. the thought of this mm -hmm. big, obnoxious celebration at the Palace of Aphrodite. <laughs> it's made to... To mirror the Parthenon, which... Like their home. Like their home. Right. Like we get to the, morning the, of the, the engagement party. The so engagement this is party, where yes. Tula's parents and Anne's parents meet. And it is just a clash of the cultures. Like everyone in Tula's family is... Everyone comes. It's supposed to just be immediate families meeting and... All they have cousins, the aunts, uncles, everyone. It's an Anita, Diane, and Nick. They introduced Nikki, Nick, and I am Gus. Thank you. What is it? It's a bunt. A bun? Bunt. Bon, bo, bonk, bonk. Bunt. Bon. Bunt. Bunt. 
Getting a kick, you buddy. It's a kick! I know! <laughs> it's just overwhelming for Ian's parents, and it's a culture shock for them. Everyone's offering them plates and plates of meat and Shots alcohol. of uzu. Uzu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they get really drunk, and they, quite frankly, just don't know how to behave. They, they don't know how to act. To react. But I would say, rude. that being said, and how overwhelming it would be, they were pretty good sports. I thought they were pretty good sports, but it's not quite good enough for Gus, because no. he takes it as, he takes their just kind of shock of the situation to be standoffish. And yes. he's like, we them. tried with that. They, they, they different people. So dry. That family is like a piece of toast. No honey, no jam, just a dry. Calling them dry toast. He calls them dry toast. His daughter's marrying, you know, Ian Miller Xeno with the hairs on top of his head. Xeno, is he nice Greek boy? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody ask me. I will say for Gus, as much as he's so overbearing and he's so stuck in his ways, there's a part of me that feels really bad because he can't see himself. And at a certain point, he's like, no one talks to me about anything anymore. And when he was young, it was probably unheard of to marry someone who wasn't Greek. Right. So it's just things are changing and he doesn't understand. Right. How to, I hate when people are hard on old people for, you know, being a certain way. Right. That's it's, all they know. Mm-hmm. And they're stuck that way. And the, uh, clearly people can change and evolve. He does. And, you know, we'll, we'll get end, to yes. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the engagement party does not go off without a hitch. It's, right. it's very awkward. The families don't quite get along. However, we are still moving, moving forward, forward with, with the, the wedding. wedding. Yes. So the wedding morning is just a shit show. Yeah. Tula wakes up, huge shit on her face, and, you know, proceeds to go downstairs, and everyone is there. The whole family is there <laughs> getting ready. All the women. I'm sorry, the family. Again, my all-time favorite scene in the movie now, um, her brother comes in with a Polaroid, flashes it. While everyone's getting ready, ready. and looks a mess. Ladies, fresh, fresh back, back It's hysterical. <laughs> and nice mustache, Nikki. <laughs> it's just, it's hysterical. So they're all getting ready. The ants do Tula's makeup, and she looks... Insane. Absolutely she insane. She looks insane. It's, I wrote this down. She had a five-layer um, <laughs> choker. Five-layer pearl choker. Um, there's bows on the sleeve. There's a big flower in the middle. I mean, she just looks unrecognizable, and the bridesmaids look insane. Yes. Um, it is them proceeding the coming into degree. church is hysterical. There's 10 total bridesmaids. 10 bridesmaids. And it's just hilarious. It's so funny. But they go through the ceremony with the floral crowns that are connected. Yes. That was really pretty. That is really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many beautiful elements of a Greek Orthodox wedding. Yes. They're really long. Yes. They're mm-hmm. very, very long ceremonies, but they're beautiful. Um, but Tula actually whispers to it at one point, like, this is it. This is where we take our first steps as husband and wife. So, you know, and the whole thing is in Greek. So yes. he, I don't even think he knows what the hell's going on. No. Um, no. But they get married and they run out into the car and they're just laughing about kind of how ridiculous she looks. She's like, I, and I she, woke up with this huge zit. And he's like, oh, I did too. She's like, oh, really? He, how'd you get rid of it? And Ian says, to put some Windex on it. So Gus always says, has rubbed off on him. Gus uses everything, uh, Windex as a cure-all for any skin ailment. Yes. So, yeah. Windex but I like anything. that they like rip everything off of Jula. They take the choker off. They rip the bows off. They rip the flower off the front. And then she almost looks like your typical, a you know, beautiful bride. 2002 bride. Yeah. Yeah. She mm-hmm. looks great. So then they, we get to the wedding reception and, you know, there's. Oh, uh, wait. 
the wedding too. I made one. Oh, please. How funny when she's, they're all spitting on her when oh. she comes down the aisle. <laughs> it's yeah. good luck. Keeps the devil away. <laughs> so funny. The uh, Rodney and Harry's face, Rodney and Harriet's His faces hysterical. are so funny throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Everyone, phenomenal acting. I mean, just really, really unreal acting. though. Yes. So we get to the reception and it seems like at that point, everything kind of has come together. It's like, it's been this really tumultuous buildup. Like, how are we going to get here? How are we going to move forward? But everyone's dancing. And Tula and Ian are so happy. They're so happy. Rodney and Harriet are dancing. Mm -hmm. And during Gus's speech, it's a very emotional speech. I cry. I watched this movie. If you don't cry, you're a piece of shame. 2,000 times probably. He gifts them a house. That's what we do. The parents give a gift. <laughs> yeah. But Gus gifts them a house, and it's very, mm-hmm. it's like this really warm moment. They all hug. It's like, it's very great. heartwarming. And then we you find know, out six that years the later, <laughs> it, the movie ends six years later. Ian and Tula leaving their home, which is actually next door <laughs> to the parents, and they're walking their daughter to Greek school. Very it's cute. So cute. It's a, it's a fabulous movie. If you are getting married, especially. Mm-hmm especially if you're feeling like very stressed, it's so relatable. Even, you know, if you're not Greek or, you know, ethnic by any stretch, there's so many things that people can just relate Relate to. to. But even if you can't relate, you will laugh. It's so funny. You laugh your ass off. I mean, there's not, there's not a time that I've watched it that it gets old. It's so funny. I would actually, I I had it on just before we recorded this and my husband was walking by. He he even laughed. Yeah. Do you have a favorite part? Um, I would say Ladies Fresh Baklava. Ladies Fresh Baklava. Favorite is, part. Is excellent. And, um, and I also love when Angelo and Nick trick him into saying things like, oh, yeah. and like, you know, uh, Echo Trey Arhedia. Yeah. It means everyone that's going to the house. And really, it means I have three testicles and everyone's laughing. And when he tells the mother, nice, nice boobs, it's it, those parts are hysterical. My favorite part is with Aunt Vula and the mom and Gus. And they're trying to convince Gus that Tula should work at the travel agency, but they're trying to make it seem like it's it his Gus's idea. idea. And it is just such a funny scene. And then he finally you know, comes to the revelation and they're kissing him. Oh, you're so smart. The man, the man always knows. knows. Hysterical. And one thing that I say all the time, I say this constantly. The man is the head, but the woman is the neck and she can turn it any way she wants. Mm. How true. It's yeah. all about manipulation, baby. Isn't it? <laughs> games, games have to be played. Games forever. Do you agree with that? Yes. I wish I could play games. I'm, very bad at it. Um, I am who I am, but if I could be a little, you know, savvy or yeah, maybe practice easier said than done when you're sure. frustrated, but sure. oh, I'm very lucky. We're very blessed. I think the next movie review that we do, we should kind of pose it as like Oprah's book club. So we'll do like a short recap, like favorite parts, and then we'll go through it as like like book club questions. Yeah. Do you want to do that? Oh my God. Yes, definitely. Yeah. That because would be fun. Most of the movies that we're watching, as we mentioned last movie recap. Yeah. We were raised by movies, a lot of them wedding movies. So we know them inside and out. Yeah. And it's hard to really take a perspective of like, right. Maybe having seen it for the first time or just 
I mean, we speak in a lot of these movie quotes to each other. Right. So and it's we're like up for suggestions line. too. You know, oh, if anybody has a suggestion they want us to cover. Oh yeah. What movie, yeah. what wedding movie would you like a review and recap of next? Yes. Would love yeah. to know. Yeah. Drop it. Drop it in the DMs and the comments. Yeah, that would be fun, right? Email. Yeah, it would be fun. Because I picked the last two for my episodes. You did. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I'm always happy to let you pick. Yeah. Yeah. But no shortage of wedding movies. True. There really isn't. And if you're up for it, I'd love to do this once a month. Oh, we have to. Yeah, that would be fun. Would be nice, right? Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, Vic, I guess we're at we're at an hour twenty two. Really? You're always my longest episode. time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, this honey, is a good one. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to come back. I can't wait to have film. you back. Yes. yes. So you know where to find me, and you, you know where not to find me. You can only find Vic here, and that's always going to be the moral of the story. Yeah. Um. So if you need me, get in touch with age. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Yeah. Do, do, you want to page do, me? Do. It's okay. <laughs> What's the sitch? All right. I guess this is where we say goodbye. Peace. Sorry. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow, whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.